Hello, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Easy Street Sports. I'm your host, Brandon Anderson. Uh, with me today is Eric, my old man, who uh, had a playbook when he was seven, has run and managed two successful businesses, has 10 plus years of coaching, so he has plenty of knowledge regarding how to run a successful franchise in terms of football, and we are Easy Street Sports, the home of the in-depth analysis of the NFL and college football. So yeah, go ahead and intro- go ahead and say hi. Good afternoon, Brandon. Kind of excited to be a part of your first podcast. Yeah, I'm anxious to see how this moves forward and how much fun you have with it and how it grows. So, all right, let's go ahead and get started. So we're gonna. Man, or we're going to uh, prioritize a lot of the NFL today. So, first thing we want to talk about is there. Are obviously, if we look at the playoffs this off season, we look at all the teams that are currently in the playoffs, and you can tell that there's a certain caliber of quarterback that is on the team for every single uh, every single team in the playoffs. So. Let's start with what are the major components that differentiate a Tier 1 quarterback from a Tier 2 quarterback? And let's go into more detail on how we describe a Tier 1 quarterback. Well, the Tier 1, Tier 2, and Tier 3 quarterback, I think, is the backbone of a successful team or a team that lacks success. Uh, I think when you when you break down the quarterbacks that are in the National Football League, they fall into one of three categories. You have a Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, a Drew Brees, those type of quarterbacks in Tier 1. Then you have Tier 2, which I think confuses owners the most. Uh, and then you have Tier 3, which are the Justin Fields, uh, Trevor Lawrence, as of right now, because they're new, they could obviously move their way up. And as quarterbacks like Drew Brees retires, and he consistently makes it to the playoffs, he's a tier one quarterback. When he retires, somebody else is going to move up into that top tier because it opens up another, basically opens up another slot. Mm-hmm. But a tier one quarterback, what I refer to as a tier one quarterback, those are the ones that are going to make it to the playoffs and give you a good strong chance on going deep into the playoffs. They make the playoffs consistently right. every year. They they win playoff games, they win their division. They're they're hosting playoff games, not just getting to the wild card and losing in the right. wild card. Right. A tier 2 quarterback will maybe get you to the playoffs. You'll just nibble at it. You'll most likely lose the first yeah. round. And a tier three quarterback is just simply a backup quarterback that's in a starting slot. They're yeah. not. You're not going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know. So when I when I when you look at a tier one, you obviously have a Tom Brady, you know, an Aaron Rodgers. You have uh, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, and and then you know when you're looking at tier two. You're, you know, you're looking at the Kirk Cousins, 
is a perfect example of a tier two quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's good, but what he really is, he's a good backup who's in a starting role. Yeah. Uh, you got him, I think, Lamar Jackson. A lot of them confuse him as a, as a tier one quarterback. He, um, he's had some success, but a tier one quarterback shows strong success year after year after year. You can, barring injuries or anything unforeseen, a tier one quarterback's going to get you to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts, tier two. Matt Ryan, even though he did go to the playoff or the Super Bowl the one time, he consistently shows you, you know, an average for the most part. He's not going to get you deep in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, he's a tier two quarterback. I think uh, um, Teddy Britt, then you start getting into tier three, and that's when you've got a Jameis Winston, you got a um, rookies mostly. Jared Goff, yep. who, you know, and I, you could argue that he's a tier two, because a tier two is basically a a good backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think another one would be a Daniel Jones, Tier 3 from the Giants. I think Ben Roethlisberger now. He, although he was a Tier 1 for a long time, he's getting older, he's slower, injuries. He, now he's a low Tier 2, he's a Tier 3. Uh, uh, um, Justin Fields. You know, a tier three, Davis Miller, or Mills, excuse me, Davis Mills, uh, tier three, Trevor Lawrence, tier three, Sam Darnold. So those are, you know, the tier threes. The question or the thing that comes up is when you look at somebody like a Dak Prescott, mm -hmm. and he to me is the one that confuses owners the most. Mm -hmm. Even though he beat out Tony Romo, who was another good quarterback, but a tier two. Mm -hmm. uh, Dak is a tier two quarterback. And I say that because when you look at the situation the Cowboys were in, uh, and he needed to bring the Cowboys down into scoring position to, you know, to, to move forward in the playoffs, he floundered. They ran that QB sneak, yeah. that QB draw. Right, and you want to blame it on the coaches. But here's the deal. A Tier 1 quarterback, you get a play in, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't like it, he'll change it. Mm -hmm. He'll change it. Tom Brady will change it. They'll put something in, overrule a coach. Uh, you know, they're the ones getting paid $30 million. The coach mm -hmm. sitting up in the box is getting paid a million, yeah. if that. So a Tier 1 quarterback will change it to a play that he has more confidence in. Dak Prescott didn't, so the play failed. Cowboys didn't move forward, but this is a message for Jerry Jones. Jerry, Dak Prescott, you're not going to win. You're not going to get to the Super Bowl with him. You know, look back at teams over time. Look at the Green Bay Packers. Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Tier 3 quarterbacks. They got into the playoffs, deep into the playoffs, won Super Bowls with Tier 1 quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Dak Prescott is not a Tier 1 quarterback. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings, he's not a... Uh, Kirk Cousins. Cousins is not a Tier 1 quarterback. You're not going to get there. Then you look at you look at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's a 500 team. Their record is usually 500. All day long. You know, they brought in some good players. 
But Jameis Winston was in there and threw for a million yards, threw a ton of interceptions. Yep. Once again, that's what a Tier 2 or a Tier 3 quarterback will do for you. And they didn't make it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So then Brady comes in. Here's 44-year-old guy. Uh, comes in. He's probably, what, 43 when he came in. Mm-hmm. And they won the Super Bowl in his first year. That is a clear example of what happens when a team puts their energy in getting a Tier 1 quarterback. What happens is, look at the Vikings. Vikings, good coach. I think they had some talented players, but then they went with a Tier 2 quarterback, and they've been, you know, 500, maybe a little better, nibbling at the playoffs. But they waste all that talent because they don't have a Tier 1 quarterback. Everything starts and stops with that. Now the Cowboys are looking at getting uh, uh, the guy from New Orleans. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. coach. To bring in as a coach. So there's really, you know, three areas that teams need to look at that, that determine whether or not they will or will not make it to the playoffs. And the first one, and the most important one, is the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Look at what Brady did. Look at what Joe Burrow was doing. Those are two clear-cut examples. You know, so... so you know, if, if you don't have a Tier 1 quarterback, your chances of getting to the Super Bowl are slim to none. Yeah. So, I look at Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. and Jerry Jerry is is frustrated because they're not getting deep into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, you know it starts and stops with the quarterback. Mm-hmm. All his effort, all his energy, all his money should be going towards getting a tier one quarterback. Mm-hmm. He has players. He has. A coach now, if he gets Sean Payton, mm-hmm. now he has what I consider a tier one coach. And you have to have the other part is swag players. These are players that have that that extra ability. They're not only good, but they bring that attitude like a Ray Lewis. They elevate the players around them. Exactly. They're not just good because there's a lot of other good players out there, but they're players with that arrogance which you have to have in athletics. It, it's hard to explain unless you've been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, having played in college, I could see the confidence and the arrogance, not in a negative way, but when you walk out on that field, when you have that arrogance, that elevates a player's ability and the ability of the other players around them. Mm-hmm. When Aaron Rodgers walks out on the field, he knows he's good. Tom Brady goes out on the field along with Gronkowski. They know they're good. Well, that that impacts the other players around them. Yeah. You know, look at the Rams. Mm-hmm. Look at their defensive line. You got They just brought in Von Miller. Yep, they had Aaron Donald. And then you got Aaron Donald. I mean, that arrogance, that confidence, that cockiness, 
that's the part that gets missed. That leadership, that confidence gets missed. People start to look at stats, mm -hmm. and they don't realize that that arrogance really drives a lot of a lot of the success. Mm -hmm. So you know, I see these teams. You know, back to the quarterback. You know, these teams that that struggle to get. Look at the 49ers. Mm -hmm. They have Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's good. He's a he's a good strong tier two quarterback. Mm -hmm. And they know it. Yep. Look at the Titans. The Titans, they have a good, in Tannehill, they have a good tier two quarterback. But the team around them is strong. Look mm -hmm. at Henry. He's an all-pro Hall of Fame quarterback, or running, running back. back. Yep. You know, and the other players on their team. They fall short, just like the Cowboys, mm -hmm. because they don't have a Tier 1 quarterback. Yeah. Speaking of the Titans, when they played the Bengals, who have uh, Joe Burrow, mm -hmm. who arguably is a Tier 1 quarterback. Yeah. Again, it's still early in his career. Right. They sacked him nine times. Right. If any other team gets sacked nine times, they should lose that game. They lose, right. But the Titans ended up losing that game even though they sacked Joe Burrow nine times. So that tells you that as even though their defense was phenomenal in that game, they still found a way to lose, which I believe was in large part of Ryan Tannehill throwing some interceptions and having not a great game. Right. And I think another good point to add is when you have a Tier 1 quarterback – not everything needs to go well in order to win a game. Right. They they can come back from a deficit, from behind, and pull out a win. Right. Tier 2 quarterback, a lot of things have to go right. They have to be ahead. They have to have a lead in the, order to win a game. The team has to make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I called into a radio station a number of years ago when Peyton Manning just got done winning the Super Bowl. They were talking about how many more Super Bowls the Broncos were going to win and how they most likely will make it back to the Super Bowl the following year. And I called in and I told them, I said, that will be it for the Broncos. Yep. They said, well, you're yep. crazy. Why do you say that? I said, because Peyton Manning is, is re retiring. Mm -hmm. Who, who's, you know, coming in in place of him. Yeah. And they said, well, he's old, he's, you know, he's, I said, yeah, he's old. He played the game in a way, in a different way than he did when he was younger, mm -hmm. but he did it to keep the team from losing. Mm -hmm. he, 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 you know, eliminated a lot of mistakes that he could have made, and he provided the one thing that gets overlooked, because a lot of times they're looking at stats and stats and stats. You got it, you know, and, and that doesn't always show leadership. No. You know, Terry Bradshaw, leadership, yeah. attitude, grit, arrogance. There's that arrogance again. I mean, he had that. They'd walk out on that field together. They knew they were good. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the thing that doesn't get looked at. That's the thing that can't, the stats won't tell you. No. And having played and seen that arrogance that some players had and how good they were and how good they made the teams they played mm -hmm. on, 
that's a piece that gets overlooked. You know, so Peyton Manning, I told him, I said, the Broncos aren't going to make it back again because they aren't going to have somebody that's going to come in to provide that kind of leadership. And that's mm -hmm. what you saw with Tom Brady when he came to the Buccaneers. Mm -hmm. He provided that. Not only the skill, but he provided the leadership, and he provided the, the blueprint and the attitude that you have to have in order to get to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think the Buccaneers would have been there this year if Antonio Brown would, would not have... They did have a lot of injuries yeah. plaguing them, so yeah. that was part of it. So, yeah. so you know, it, it, but when you look at when you look at let, let's look at the Rams. Mm -hmm. Rams are a good example. They have a tier one coach. They have a strong organization with history of of doing well and making it to the Super Bowl mm -hmm. with Kurt Warner, and you know they've been strong for years mm -hmm. he knew with Jared Goff mm -hmm. that there was a ceiling yeah that Goff at best was a tier two quarterback there he could see that there's a ceiling as far as their progress and how far they could go in the playoffs mm -hmm. and their chances of winning the Super Bowl it's the same ceiling that Dak Prescott has it's the same ceiling that Cousins has mm -hmm. it you know where Breeze and Rodgers, and Brady, mm -hmm. and some of these, Josh Allen, mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes, there is no ceiling. 13 seconds left, and Mahomes finds a way to, to tie, tie the, game. the game and win it. Aaron Rodgers brings the team down with 38 seconds left. I, I, I mean, that those are players that, that they don't have a ceiling. Mm -mm. Prescott, when you watch him try to win it at the end, he had a ceiling. Now, back to the Rams. So he knew Jared Goff. Because what the Rams have done is is brilliant. He knew Jared Goff had a ceiling. Mm -hmm. So when you look around, and this is what the Cowboys need to do, when you look around and you want to go to the Super Bowl and you have the players, mm -hmm. then you got to put the, the right person, a Tier 1 person, in place to steer the ship. Mm -hmm. So he looks around and the only, and, and one of them was Stafford. He was a diamond in the rough, playing with the Lions. Not a strong, well-organized organization. They do not have Tier 1 coaches, so Stafford was stuck. Mm -hmm. So he goes, meets him. Story is, they were at the same resort, sitting in a hot tub, talking about, you know, things, and... He got Stafford to come to and arranged a deal for Stafford to come to the Rams. So that now took the ceiling away from their potential. Mm -hmm. Lions have Goff. Goff is a low two, high three. You, know, you could say he's a two. And look at the Lions schedule. Does a decent job, but a tier two quarterback means that they're a good backup. Mm -hmm. A lot of teams don't have a choice because there's only so many tier one quarterbacks to go around. So he gets Stafford, and now look where they're at. They're in the Super Bowl. 49ers are sitting there facing the same thing. They have Garoppolo, and they're looking at the same ceiling. Mm -hmm. He's good. He can get us maybe to the playoffs. Maybe we even win a game in the playoffs. But to get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. Garoppolo is, I think, his strong two mm -hmm. because he has proven. He has gone to the Super Bowl before. Yeah, and he has proven to, to get 
and perform well in the playoffs. So, you know, but I do believe the guy has has a ceiling. Mm-hmm. And when 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 it's crunch time, that's where I don't get hung up on the stats because people are all over stats. Well, he threw for this, threw for that. But see, stats are not accurate. I saw a game where uh, the receiver dropped the ball, receivers, not the same guy, dropped the ball three or four times, hit him right in the numbers, dropped it, dropped it three or four times. That goes against the average for the quarterback. Yeah, that's an incompletion on the quarterback. Yeah, and that's that's not accurate. In baseball, you got a wild pitch or a pass ball. If it's a wild pitch, it's, it's the pitcher's fault. If it's a pass ball, it's the catcher's fault. So it doesn't always go against the pitcher or the catcher. So in this situation, you know, you're always counting and looking at stats, but stats are not always 100% accurate. You know, you could say maybe 75% because so many other factors come in, so I'm not a big stats guy. They don't always tell the story. Yeah, they don't tell the true story. I'm an arrogance, uh, crunch time, uh, you know, that, that those are the things that I look at, is, is what is Terry Bradshaw, Roger Staubach, what happens at crunch time? What happens with, 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 with Aaron Rodgers at crunch time? Well, I can tell you, it's 38 seconds left. He brings the ball down and scores and wins the game. So Patrick Mahomes, he's got, what, 12 or 13 seconds left. He brings, he throws a pass, they kick a field goal tied up, and then they come back and win it. In overtime. In overtime. Crunch time. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, those are things that a Tier 2 quarterback can't do. Dak Prescott's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So Jerry Jones, please hear this podcast. Feel free to call me because you need to get a Tier 1 quarterback. I would love to see the Cowboys land somebody, but you have to step back and look, okay, who are, who are the Tier 1 quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, why do you think people went back after Brett Favre? And look what happened. Brett Favre took him right back, almost knocked on the door of the Super Bowl because he's a Tier 1 quarterback. He probably still could come in if he got himself in shape. Um, make some noise. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees, he's in the booth. Tier one quarterback. So, you know, if you don't have a tier one quarterback, then you have to surround them with all star players, all star organization. You know, all star coach. You can't have mm-hmm. average coach. So it all starts and stops with the quarterback. So if I were the Cowboys, I would be pushing hard for a Russell Wilson. I would be pushing hard for an Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, you know, those, those are the moves. Or I would be looking at Drew Brees, you know, bringing him back after he's had a year of rest. and Because there's only so many of them on the planet. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, you know, you're not going to get there with anybody else. No. And I, I think to piggyback off that is with Tier 2 quarterbacks, with phenomenal coaching, with phenomenal rosters around them, you can see the ceiling with winning a division with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. They won their division. But with, they had nobody in their division. No, their division is very weak. Yeah. Then you have the Titans, who has a Tier 2 quarterback, but you can argue that their defense, the roster around the quarterback, and the coaching – was phenomenal, and that's how they got their first round by. That's exactly right. So it is possible to reach a high ceiling, make it into the playoffs, win your division, host a playoff game with a Tier 2 quarterback, but a lot of things need to happen 
a lot of good pieces need to fall around them in order to reach that ceiling. Because you look at what the Rams coach did. If the 49ers or the Titans or the Cowboys would have made that move, mm -hmm. they would be there and the Rams would not. No. That's what they have to realize. They have to, and it's like, you know, sometimes I had professors in college. I, they, I had two professors, particular professors in political science. They, they argued, one said you need to be really tight and really close to stats and information and everything. The other one argued that, nope, the further back you stand, the, the brighter the picture can become, the, the better you see things. And sometimes you can get too close to it and you don't realize what the problem is. Like I look at the Lions, and if you look at the Lions over the years, they don't have any other than Bobby Lane, which is before my time, they don't have any all-star quarterbacks or Hall of Fame quarterbacks. No. You could argue Stafford at this point with what he's done in But he was LA. there and they got nothing out of it. Yeah. So see something, and it's not like the Lions aren't trying, because we love the Lions, mm -hmm. love the Bears. They're, it's not like they're not trying, but sometimes they're getting so close that they don't, they don't really recognize what the key pieces are to a successful organization. Mm -hmm. They don't know. They're they're grasping at straws. They had you know other general managers come in and they drafted all kinds of wide receivers. They drafted, you know, running backs. I mean, the Lions have had the number one or top in the top five or ten for years, and they still can't get to the playoffs or get deep into the playoffs because they're not putting the fundamental building blocks in place in order to make that happen. But when you look at the Rams, by going and trading for Stafford, mm -hmm. and then the whole draft choice pick, I don't know if you want to get into other questions on draft choice. Speaking of which... With regards to the Rams, they've adopted this formula where they're foregoing their quality draft picks first, second round. They're getting rid of all of those, and they're getting proven veteran players from other places. They took Von Miller from the Broncos, a proven veteran player, and Odell Beckham Jr. from the Browns, a proven veteran player when he was in New York with the Giants, and now he's with the Browns. Or then he was with the Browns, and now he's with the Rams. Do you think that formula of getting rid of your quality draft picks just to bring in that veteran talent, is that something that teams should be taking a look at and seeing if they can replicate it? I, I think it's I think what the what the Rams have done is brilliant. Because there's not gonna be a Joe Burrow that comes down the pipe very often. So when it's draft day, you have certain number of draft choices. Mm -hmm. You have players coming from the college ranks, and that's generally where people are salivating. Mm -hmm. They're all excited about what's coming. Mm -hmm. okay, but these are all unproven players yeah. at the NFL level. Mm -hmm. What I think they should do is when it's draft time, you look at all the players that are capable of playing NFL football, not only college, but recently retired, and those that are currently playing. I mean, Von Miller has proven himself. Von Miller might have been a good uh, 
defensive lineman back in the day, his day, he was great. And now he might be good. But now you put him on a team with some swagger and some potential. Now that brings him back for a year or two or more. Brings him back to greatness. You saw the Patriots do that with, uh, what was 